Shaba. <laughs> it's the door to the wine cellar. In your belly. Whoa. <laughs> Shaka. In the treasure house. In your stomach. Where the Lion of Judah stacks the gold bricks. Called the favor of the Lord. A lot of people that really aren't that saved call it grace. They have no idea what grace is. Grace is the spiritual favor of the Lion of Judah stacking gold bricks in your belly. It's a substance. It's not like, uh, grace, 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 and then they're all drinking alcohol and jerking off to porn and telling people there is no hell and getting into all kinds of weirdness under the sun, demonized. That ain't grace. <laughs> That's demons. <laughs> grace is spiritual divine favor. And guess what? When you're favored by a real king, that changes things for the better. And you are favored by a real king. The king of kings, in fact. A lot of people don't really believe in him. They'll read his book. They'll talk about him. They'll go do his rituals on Sundays. They don't know him very well. Now by favor, you're going to know him. You're going to know him living on the inside of you. You're going to know him like a mirror. He's going to transform you. He's going to continuously transfigure you. He loves healing you. And people are so prideful. They're like, you don't love me the way I am. I love your spirit. Father of spirits. If you want to cling to your sinful human nature, you can. I don't recommend it. It's really hard kicking against the pricks. You're only ripping yourself off by your lack of faith. God lives in your spirit. And in your spirit, there is infinite possibilities. Creative genius. You could create planetary systems with a whisper. You could transform civilizations. You could live forever. You will live forever. Just a lot of people don't have faith for that in the body. But your spirit is an eternal spirit in Christ. Almost every single one of you knows when you die, your spirit will leave your body and you'll fly to be with God. But what we want to do now is so develop your spirit that your body submits to your spirit and your body never sees decay. Since we're commissioned by God to overcome death in this generation of Joel's army. That's what we've been warring against all these years. The angel Abaddon of the bottomless pit of self-efforts of the human nature digging and digging and trying and trying and their nails are falling off and they're covered in their own, you know, fecal matter and urine and blood. And that's really how it looks in the spirit, so I'm not even exaggerating. The self-effort and the pyramid building of the slaves of Christianity is beyond Egypt times a million. We look at the slaves in the Old Testament, how they're building bricks and getting whipped and got to build twice as many bricks for half as much rations. We're like, man, they had it bad. I tell you the truth, y'all are the same. <laughs> I deal with it every day. The stuff that's on your head is the exact same demons that the Israelites overcame in the Exodus of Moses. And you got a lot more demons than even back then. Back then there was only several million people on the whole planet. 
Now you got 8 billion. Now, and demons do multiply. They multiply like flies and maggots and larvae and brains and they decompose in the brain and they multiply in the brain and they fly out and they go into other brains. They're like insects. That's why he's called Beezleble, Lord of the Flies. And every word that you believe in your brain is a maggot in there that hatches eggs. And that's why you're confused. Those maggots and Beezlebub's flies cause the presence of darkness in the soul of confusion. And then it's like, well, it's so hard. Christ lives in your spirit. If you're spiritual, it's so easy. It's only hard because we tried to do it in our brain power. We tried to do it in Satan. <laughs> okay? If you're trying to do this thing in the flesh, let's just cut to the chase. You're trying to be a satanic Christian. It's exactly what it is, and that's not an exaggeration. If you're trying to do it in the spirit by covenant and building your spirit up with the blood and the anointing and the word, then you're a real Christian and a disciple of the kingdom. That's what the Bible says, that you overcome by the blood and not living your life, which means I don't cling to my old nature of what I was when I was a warlock, when I was a drug dealer, when, when I was a businessman, whatever sin you come out of. <laughs> Seriously, when I was a human being, because <laughs> human being is the sin you come out of. <laughs> I tell you the truth, you're coming into being living beings, living creatures. And people have no idea what that is. It's just your spirit without your heart and mind in sin. It's your spirit without your heart and mind in the world. It's your spirit without your heart and mind submitted to angelic principalities of religion, of ritualism, of Sunday mornings, and buildings made by human hands that have no place in the kingdom whatsoever. <laughs> and yet they all say on earth as it is in heaven. And I'll, I'll say it until it dissolves, and it will dissolve. There's not a single church in heaven, and yet all the charismatic church motto is on earth as it is in heaven. So when's your buildings going to dissolve? When are you going to start discipling cities? When are you going to real, really actually be kingdom? Since you pray those prayers, but then you resist the Holy Spirit trying to fulfill them because it's not done in the way of your mental box of religious garbage because a lot of them are just full of demons even the best apostles and prophets are severely demonized how can you be demonized and be a prophet and a you're under Satan's stars you're not raised from the dead while in the body you're still carnal and not spiritual enough to see the angelic principalities and powers you submit to by doing partially human Christian activity being partially human in your Christian activity called mixed or mixed seed having one foot in the tree of the knowledge and one foot in the tree of life double minded unstable in all your ways which is like the entire charismatic church we got a little experiences we got a little glory glitter and then we'll go back into you know, how I can take care of myself because I don't trust God for finances and like every apostle still deals with that and like the prophets are still copywriting so strictly their materials and you know all these fake revivals and it's all about just sewing into their fake revival and they talk about money continuously and that's like half of a charismatic church right there 
you know, and just a bunch of hyper-spirituality and strange fire. And I'm saying that in perfect love because I got an answer for it. It's called the kingdom in the great white throne and the washing of the water of the word so we can have real revival, not based on our brain or a charismatic personality or a church system or an organization, but the great white throne and the lamb that was slain once and for all that sits on it, who's actually fortified in our spirit currently, even if our brains don't realize it. But you need to realize the glory, Christ in you, realizing the glory. Not the hope of glory, the realization of the glory. If you read that verse, that's exactly what it says in Greek. The Amplified isn't just like, oh, it's making it super spiritual. The Amplified goes into the Greek of what the Apostle is saying. It's the exact definition of what is written by the Apostle. <laughs> it's not an exaggeration when you read the Amplified Classic. You're actually beginning to understand the Bible a little bit more accurately. And it's the truth. <laughs> the realization of the glory of Christ within your spirit is the truth. And the externalism is the bewitchment of the ages. I mean, it's the mass epidemic. It's even written about in Revelation. By your magic spell you deceived all nations. What is the magic spell of Satan in the book of Revelation? The Bible says magic spell. And magic deals with starlight. Righteousness, which is the opposite of magic, deals with glory light. Those are the two trees in the garden, the two spectrums. One of Lucifer, who's a fallen angel who comes as an angel of light to deceive, and the other one's Jesus Christ, the light of the world, the one that fills our hearts with light. Okay, The light of the Lamb on the throne shall be their light, and they'll no longer need the light of the sun and the moon and the stars. It is written. So people are beginning to come into the glory out of the devil's light. Did you know that religion is the false light, the self-righteousness and the pride, and the only enemy of the joy of the Lord and the drunken glory is pride? 100% of the time it's accepted with every person in the world if they don't have a demon of pride on their head. You'll be whacked and intoxicated. There is so much contagious drunken glory flowing out of my cup because we've walked in this for so many years. So many years. And it's just a wine cellar flowing out of me that you will instantly be intoxicated turning on this broadcast through all the streams because it's transferable and there's no walls. <laughs> the only thing that blocks it is a demon of pride. Whack that demon of pride off your head. You got a better inheritance than that demon of pride rubbing your ego, making you feel good with your unrighteous judgment about others. You're all wrong. You're all totally wrong. The only one that's right is the Lamb on the throne. He lives in the Spirit. Everything that's not built by the Lamb's light in your spirit outward, the throne and the great white throne living in the midst of you, everything that that's all lies. That's all sin. That's all worldliness. I mean, the faster you can just give it all up, you just live in perfect kingdom bliss every day like I have for years. And just waiting on my friends and my family member and my brothers and sisters in the world to just really become holy. It's about holiness of heart. And people harden the heart. They get into some demon covenants and believe some evil spirits. And, you know, we just never see it from them again. And they get so worse. They get so bitter. 
they go into some demons, they, next thing you know they're drinking alcohol, they're smoking marijuana, and they're just working for the pyramid on their one dollar bill. I mean, I love them, but they're losers. They've chosen to be losers in Babylon. They have no courage, no bravery, and they've bowed to the demon. They have bowed to the demon spirit in the world. Not us. We keep going. And I'm thankful. God has burned up every other place that I could have possibly retreated to. So all I can do is keep going. It's been like that for years, and we have been through hell. Half of you have left us before and come back in different seasons. I mean, <clears throat> even the people that love us have betrayed us ten times. I mean, we've been through hell. The demons have lied to all of our people thousands of times about us and do anything they can to turn them against us. Not that it's about us. It's about the apostolic calling on us to absolutely destroy Babylon the Great. With the fire of God so ferociously, it's like a non-existent world after we're done. We're going to burn it to ashes with this anointing. Apostolic means culture changing. And I don't bow to Freemasonry. I don't bow to the seat of Herod. I don't bow to the seat of the Pharisees. I don't bow to any building made by human hands. I bow to the Lamb on the throne, and every other thing that's named under heaven must bow. <laughs> I'm telling you, when you get into true kingdom righteousness and become a pillar in the temple of the Father of light and holiness, everything in this world will honor you. It will. And if it doesn't, you'll burn it out of them into hell. We're coming into a place where Jesus Christ had favor with all men, the Bible says. Well, how come they're persecuting you? Because they're demonized. Demons persecute the glory. Humans aren't smart enough to persecute the glory. It's not a human that persecutes the glory. It's not a human that opposes the glory. That's a demon spirit on top of a human, lying into them, controlling them, riding them like a horse fighting the glory of God because if the glory of God were to blaze through their flesh there'd be no demons in the world we do not wrestle with flesh and blood we do not wrestle with humans the Bible says that we wrestle with demons that's what the Bible says <laughs> and when you have so much glory of the great white throne coming out of your heart you can set the captives free and you can walk in a thousand mile radius I tell you the truth we will in a North American revival that's never-ending. And all of our spirit life adds to the cloud of how much you've developed the Word, the wine, and the oil in your spirit. You participate with this great white cloud of the Son of Man holding the sharp sickle today. This is multimedia, interactive, and it encapsulates the whole universe. <laughs> and I'm telling you, the more and more your spirit grows in the word and in the wine and in the oil, the more you can participate with the great white cloud of all witnessing of the kingdom of heaven. Amen. That's the kingdom of heaven, the great white cloud. Amen. I'm telling you, our spirit life is getting so developed that it's encouraging other people's spirit life to wake. Wake up, O oh sleeper and rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you, and your day will dawn, and the morning star will rise in your heart. We didn't know about any of this supernatural stuff of the Holy Ghost. We didn't understand what it meant to be a son of God and a disciple of the kingdom. We, now we do. 
And now our spirits awakening by hearing the word of God and the teaching of the sons of God. And we're beginning to walk in it. And we're beginning to participate with the great white cloud. And our spirit's growing. And we're energized with the word. And we're energized with the fresh oil. And we're energized with the new wine. So we have more than enough blood, anointing, and word to take out all the world, Satan, and sin of all of our neighbors around our bodies of our regions where we're at. It's practical. We're discipling regions. We're discipling cities. We're discipling nations from the great white throne. And everyone plays a part in it. It's a huge army. I know this is a billion-person Joel's army. And some people's spirits are so small, they're like a pin needle, and everything else in their hearts and brains is just flesh, and they're totally worldly. There's people like that in the outer court, you know, army of the Lord. <laughs> the ragtag, you know, in the spirit. They don't, they, I can't believe they're even saved, you know, but they're saved because they've asked Jesus into their heart. So he's in there, but everything else in their heart and brain is just world and sin. And they're demonized, and a lot of them are immoral, a lot of them are drinking alcohol, and all of that. But the closer you get to the throne, the greater the holiness, and the more the Spirit has taken over the person's heart and soul. Until the front lines of Joel's army, these people walk in full spiritual stature. These people walk in wisdom and favor. These people walk in holiness. These people walk with the Father in the coolness of the day. Morning stars whose spirits are the same size of their bodies as their bodies. And it goes out in a radiance and a distance from their bodies. And I'm telling you, it intensifies people's spirit life everywhere to be more spiritual and to fight the demons that always lie into the brain, the bewitchment, the witchcraft of Satan, that magic spell that comes down in a counterfeit Holy Spirit and a counterfeit anointing, a starlight, and nearly every person on Sunday morning gets their whole cup filled with wormwood, the star that fell from heaven, instead of the outward explosion of the dunamis from their spirit. Their spirits remain dry, but their whole cup gets filled with wormwood, and that's why you have so many Christians completely demonized. Because Satan has used the Christians as his slaves really to build Babylon the Great, really to build modern civilization. They're faithful, you know. They'll even pray before going, you know, before eating. They'll go to church on Sunday. They don't do anything overtly wrong, but they're religious. They're religious slaves. And I'm telling you, we're going to wake up the religious slaves with this great awakening, with the explosion of the great white throne in our spirit life and all this anointing oil. These are saved people that have heads full of religion and God wants to set them free and He's going to. He's going to hit the whole USA with freedom that will set everyone free from religion. All the religion of the head, Christianity of the brain, will be taken over by Christianity of the spirit. <laughs> oh yeah, because our spirits are exploding like an active volcano. Because we're so well fed. The more you feasted on the table of the Lord with the bread and the wine of Jesus Christ, the more your spirit's built up. It's only a matter of time that your spirit, if you keep feasting from the table of the Lord and you keep faithful to the Word and to the Spirit, it's only a matter of time before your breakthrough comes. And our breakthrough is the nations. Ask and I will give you the nations as your inheritance. He told me that in 2006 my last semester of Bible college. And you know, I got raptured one day and I prophesied for two hours 
I, I had no control over my body. It's my la and he was saying all this stuff. I went up to the high place in Minneapolis and was looking over the skyline. And for two hours, he poured through me all the prophecies of the kingdom taking over Minneapolis in 2006 and just cleansing out the cities of the earth with Zion and heavenly Jerusalem. And all these things are coming to pass. And God, I just gave God my body. And he just spoke through me, and he, got, he has all the power to do it, all the angels to do it. If you make your body a willing vessel, he will fill it with his power. He will fill it with his word, he'll fill it with his anointing, and he'll fill it with his joy. So you'll have a lot of fun in this adventure with God. The only thing he needs is willing vessels. If you're desperate and in love, when you realize there's nothing else here, I'm done with the rebellion. It's so stupid. It makes me feel dead every time I do some rebellious sin. And religion has no pleasure in it. And it's all slavery. It's all pride. So what else is there? I'm going to give my whole life to the Holy Spirit. All of you, Holy Spirit, none of me. And you just let Him pour forth through you every day. Whatever He wants to do. And just get out of the way. Stop being stubborn. Don't be a goat. Be a sheep. And just feast. That's the main job of a, sh of a sheep is feasting. That's all they do is eat. Do you realize that's your main job as a Christian, is to feast all day long on the word and the wine and the oil. You're so well fed that people come around, yeah, here, here's a little wool. Here's a little white wool. You know, your sins are like scarlet. I'll make them white as wool. I'm so well fed. Here's some wool. And just cover them with your glory. That white lamb's wool. Amen. Because you're so well fed, you got more than enough to meet everyone's need. We're just overflowing with the word and the wine and the anointing oil. It's awesome. And you know he lays us down beside the still refreshing waters and he restores our souls. You can trust the Lord. I trust him. I've been walking with him closely for 19 years. He's never let me down. I've doubted him a couple times. I'll never doubt him again. He, I, he can do anything. I tell you the truth, he's taken over civilization. I tell you the truth, he's drowning the world in the water of his word. The floods of Noah is in the water of the word. How can a whore of Babylon, a carnal Christian bride, become the spotless without wrinkle bride? You know what spotless without wrinkle means? 100% spirit with no heart and brain mixture. With no flesh mixture. 100% spirit. Oh my gosh, try to find one of those Christians around. They're non-existent. You know? <laughs> Someone that has no mixture that's 100% spirit? Woo! Good luck finding them. Holy Ghost. But he's coming back to a Christian people that are without spot and wrinkle, that are 100% spirit, with no mixture of flesh, no mixture of brain, no mixture of Babylon, no, no worldliness. 100% Holy Ghost, through and through. How is he going to do that? As it was in the days of Noah. He's doing it with the floods of the water of the word. So that's why it's such a time of the breaking of the mighty waters of the word of God and the, the river of life carrying the word of God. This isn't just, oh, nice feelings in the sanctuary. This water, and this crystal clear living water, has the word in it. And it washes people, and people freak out. There was like several car accidents around me, nearly, 
happened, just people freaking out, screaming, and while I'm driving today, because the water of the word was hitting them so hard, and just all of their sin just woo, and we're just I'm just waxed, and and really traffic wasn't bad. It was just they're just manifesting, and that's what's happening. He's washing all the sinners with the water of his word, and where is it coming from? His temple, your bodies. Your body is the temple of the water of the Word, which is the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit is the water of the Word. And the more Word you have in your spirit, the more water coming out of the temple. So what happens when the temple is completely filled with the fullness of the Word, the full strength of the Word, the full anointing of the Word, and the full joy of the Word, and it's all living, active, energized, and not even a drop of it is religious? you got a flood on your hands. And the sons of God bring the floods of the waters of the world upon all nations and all tribes and all tongues right into their hearts and it cleanses their hearts. So people start speaking life instead of death. People start loving one another instead of being at envy and strife and jealousy and comparisons. And that's how it's going to be. We will have world peace by the water of the Word. It will intensify. It's been intensifying. Look at Joel's bar this year. I mean, the broadcasts the last month and a half are a thousand times higher quality than they were in January. It's like exponential spiritual growth. This is the most exciting time ever in Christianity. The time of the manifestation of the sons of God. The people that woke up to the reality of the King of Glory living in their spirit life and just let Him take over because He's the best, the most fun, the most thrilling anyway. And everyone else, by their doubt and unbelief, is totally missing out. Totally missing out. They're not having fun. They're just hardening their heart. Hiding behind their human logic and human reasoning. And there's millions of those buggers. Deal with them all the time. Called carnal Christians. Hiding behind the logic and the reason. Not so sure about that living water stuff even though there's 25 verses in the New Testament about it. It's all about light and glory in the whole New Testament. When you start reading it, it's like, yeah, I've been living in the dark ages. I haven't been biblical at all. Pharisees are not biblical at all. The water of the Word is biblical. Get into the New Testament and the anointing and the new wine and become the Word made flesh, living epistles. Hopefully, every single one of you has a whole chapter of the book of Acts written of the acts of your spirit in covenant with God. The acts of the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit doesn't ever work apart from covenant with your spirit. In the name of Jesus Christ, let the grace and the favor like gold bricks be stacked in your bellies from the favor of the King, the Lord Jesus Christ in heaven. Amen. If you guys want to partner with Red Letter Ministries, Philippians 4.15 says, Come into partnership. Amen. And be blessed. Glory to God.